0: Today, we're going to tell you how to kill your Dynasty Startup Draft. We're going to go through a startup that we recently did. We're going to go through round-by-round, round, talk about the ADP, and then we're going to give you some tips on how you should be killing your Dynasty Startups. You'll want to stick around for this video. There are some really helpful tips, and if you're drafting any drafts in Fantasy or Dynasty this offseason, you're going to want to hear these tips, so make sure you stick around, make sure you like this video, and make sure you're subscribed. We're trying to get to 3K this week. Hopefully, we're already there. But we're trying to get to 3K, so make sure you're subscribed as well. We've got a lot going on. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to Fantasy Domain. That's where we're going to be transitioning as we get closer to the season. That's where all we're going to be posting our videos, so make sure you're subscribed to Fantasy Domain as well. We've got memberships now on our YouTube, and our top-tier membership allows you to get your Dynasty team graded on our channel by Nathan and I. So make sure you go sign up for that as well. you also get our rankings, our ADP, and access to our Discord. Uh, And then we've got merch. In the shop, so make sure you go check out the merch. Make sure you check out Fozzie Football as well. It's paper football, but a thousand times better. They've partnered with us. You can use code Domain to get access to that as well. And today, like I said, we're going to be talking dynasty startups. Dynasty startups. Like I don't know if there is a better feeling in my life, and I, and I mean this, than when I'm doing a dynasty startup. Like I, I, there are a lot of great things in my life. Like I have a dog and a wife but i would tell my wife that dynasty startups are probably just as good as being married and so when i wouldn't actually say that to my wife and i don't mean it but she doesn't watch our videos so she's not going to know so i guess i can say whatever i want right but when you're talking about dynasty startups obviously one of the most fun things to do in the off season and how do you do well in those dynasty startups we're going to look at one today we recently did this mock draft with some of our domain discord members collecting adp data let's go ahead and go and look at the adp starting in the first round you have the top four wide receivers off the board. Uh, again, this is going to be mainly where you get these wide receivers, these quarterbacks, and then Bijan Robinson, who in this draft, goes at the 1-9. So, we've seen Bijan go as high as this. Um, we've seen Jalen Hurts go as high as the 1-1 one one in these drafts. So, Jalen Hurts is pretty... I, I'm surprised he went... Every time I try to get Jalen Hurts, I just can't get him. So, I mean, I guess I, I just won't draft him. But um, Trevor Lawrence is up here in the top as well. Uh, we've got Justin Fields at the one eleven, 11 which we will not comment on at all. But... Uh, that first round, you we're know, normally in this first round, like I said, when you're in Dynasty Super Flex Leagues, you are trying to get a quarterback or Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, and I guess now we can put Bijan in that conversation, wouldn't you say? I mean, I think coming out of the first round with Bijan, if you're at the end, fair. Uh, feeling good about, about it. Yeah, and, I mean, and
1: honestly, we like yeah. Bijan When some
0: dude said we were too high on Bijan. I was like, No, us we're not too No,
1: No. with with the way that we expect the running back market next season to sway back to where it probably should be, Bijan is probably even going to go up in ADP a little bit. So now, where he's going anywhere from the one nine to as late as a two hundred one, like that's going to be good value for him.
0: Absolutely, and you can take the second round here Uh, again. This is where we get start to get more wide receivers and running backs off the board, but we have some good quarterback value, honestly, sprinkled in here, and especially in the middle of the second round. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I think uh, Anthony Richardson at the 2-2 is becoming uh, more commonplace in the Dynasty community. I I think um, while we advise that you be cautious, people aren't being cautious with with Justin Fields. And from a market value perspective, like – They're both going very close to each other because both of them pretty much have as much to prove as the other. So honestly, if you want to take one over the other, I guess take the guy that has a better situation uh, potentially. And I I don't really, I guess now I, I wouldn't say from a market value perspective, I have a problem with anthony richardson going in the early second i would just be cautious if you're viewing him as a long-term cornerstone quarterback that you want to have on your roster like if you get a haul of an offer for him like i i would go ahead and take that offer
0: honestly i mean i paid anthony richardson like mark andrews and Traylon burks for jalen hurts and drake london so i traded away it was my only a rich share and you have to understand he's my favorite player of all time already and I traded him. I don't have any shares. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's how high his value is getting right now. Yeah. So The
1: other guys like Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray, some of our favorite values right now, both have long-term contracts, some of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And now they're falling to the middle of the second round because Deshaun Watson, after not playing the f- football in two seasons, all of a sudden sucks. And now Kyler Murray, who tore his ACL, all of a sudden sucks as well, and, apparently. And,
0: and if Nathan wouldn't have taken Kyler Murray here, uh, he, Kyler he Murray would have fallen to one. the late second. I saw, on, I saw on a block video him going the fourth round. Kyler
1: oh my gosh that's unbelievable I mean that's that's unacceptable unacceptable
0: like that's that should get you kicked out ever like
1: legit I would consider it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but again you're right Uh, with Kyler Murray with Bryce Young with all these guys it's going to be some really good values here yeah and I think one of our number one rules especially when you I mean a lot of people are going to ask especially when you're in these first two rounds you know should I be drafting contender or should I be drafting rebuild and the answer is always neither or both (laughs) Actually, if you just want to say it either way, um, take the value that falls. There you go. Take
1: the value that falls. Don't go into a draft thinking, I'm going to draft a contender. I'm going to draft a rebuild or a productive struggle because if you do that and you're determined to draft those types of players or those types of assets in Dynasty, you will be sacrificing value, which means you will not be maximizing the value that you could have on your team. You're not creating insulated value. You're not creating contender value on your team to make trades, to make deals, to do whatever you want to do with your team during the offseason. Most startups in Dynasty happen way early in the offseason. So why are you worrying about being a contender or a rebuild now. You have no idea what the season's going to look like. You have no idea what your team's going to look like come August. Yeah. So take value. Value is key in Dynasty.
0: Absolutely. And moving down to the third round here, Travis Kelsey at the 3-1. We'll talk about that, but Jalen Waddle actually slid down to the 3-2. as good value. And Crystal Olave, Saquon Barkley went up a little bit earlier in this draft at the 3-4. Uh You had two tight ends in Kyle Pitts and Travis Kelsey go in this round. JSN went at the 3-6. We had a Stephon Diggs. Those were our picks. And then you had a running back with Eckler. Uh, Cooper Cup at the end. T. Higgins at the end. C.J. Stroud. Really good value there at the end of the third on C.J. Stroud. A guy who's rumored to be doing very well in in team um, training, which it does not surprise me at all. But when you're talking about tight ends especially, like the third, fourth, fifth round is where you're going to want to grab your elite tight end. So as I go into this third, fourth round, a lot of times that's where I'm looking Like, okay, where's, where's Mark Andrews? Where's Travis Kelsey? Where's Kyle Pitts? And the Hawkinson. reason is, I, I'm Rule that we absolutely live by in startups if you're not getting one of these elite tight ends in your startups, completely forget it. Like, I mean, don't draft Pat, drafting tight ends. don't draft yeah. uh Dalton Kincaid, even don't draft Darren Waller, don't draft Sam Laporta, Sam Laporta, He's Evan, going Ingram. In the ninth round. Like, like, I'm gonna look and you scroll down in these dynasties. So, we only did 15 rounds here, but honestly, like on these teams, I'd rather have.
1: Uh, I, I would rather wait and draft Dawson Knox than get Pat P in and Dawson the Knox round. Well, yeah, I mean, in Dawson Knox is... You, you legitimately go watch our video where we talked about how elite tight ends win you dynasty or fantasy and dynasty championships and how everyone else outside of the top six doesn't. There's no rhyme or rhythm to who wins you what past the top six. So, le- legit, like, after yeah. if you don't get an elite tight end, tight end doesn't I'll matter. Hit and like they not the going to contribute round. to you winning championships.
0: Tyler Higbee in the 20th round. Like, That's, Hayden Hurst last year was a waiver yeah, wire that pickup.
1: Tyler Hig- Higby in the 20th round is a better value than than Michael Mayer. The Greg Dolcich in the 11th round. Yeah, like it because just they'll, they'll both equally impact the success of your fantasy team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and then when you're looking at, you know, the rest of this round, obviously the QB run in a Superflex league is going to happen in the first two rounds. So you only have one QB going off the board hand, C.J. Stroud. Really good value there as well. Jameer Gibbs is going in this round. Loved the Jameer Gibbs pick in the third round. I think he's a very good value. I think JSN's also a very good value. Uh, the Lots of getting into the higher... Higher points scoring receivers and running backs now. Uh, these are guys that are probably going to win you championships. And looking down into the fourth round, you have that as well. Uh, two more elite tight ends, Mark Andrews and T.T. Hawkinson. So these are also going to be some targets here. Nick Chubb goes in the fourth. So that's really early for Nick Chubb compared to where we've seen him go. But we, Usually goes but, in the sixth. But we like Nick Chubb. Uh, you look at Drake London. I took him in the middle of the fourth. Uh, I think this is a little bit far for Drake London to fall. Tua's going in the mid-fourth. Great quarterback value if you're getting Tua there as well. Um and then Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston both sliding in at the end of this round. Um, you know I, that's pretty hot. People definitely learned their lesson after taking you know when it was Chris Olave and. Uh, JMO and Draylon, all in the seventh eighth round last year. Like, yeah. JMO didn't even do anything and he's up three rounds. Like so, yeah. uh, people are learning their lesson.
1: Yeah, and uh, going going into the fifth and the sixth round here, I kind of want to look at it collectively because I think this is one big fat tier. You it have kind of the the remaining significant dynasty value quarterbacks in a super flex league. Like this is where you're looking to get that. If you haven't gotten a second one yet, you're going to want to get a second one here. A- and then a lot of wide receivers, a lot of great values at the wide receiver position, and a lot of crap values here. Here at the wide receiver position, and you want to navigate that, and you want to be careful here. So, I mean, I'm looking at guys like Michael Pittman and Debo Samuel, and even Traylon Burks, who's, who are some of the best wide receiver values in Dynasty right now, who are not being drafted at their ceiling. Chris Godwin, And even in the Chris, sixth. Chris Godwin, one of our eternal buys, eternal buys in Dynasty. Year, he will baby. never not be a good value and a good. He's buy. one of the
0: best wide receivers in the NFL. Period. period.
1: Yeah. If anyone's taking a hit in that offense, it's going to be Mike Evans. Chris Godwin's going to get every valuable target there. Uh, And then you have guys like Calvin Ridley, who's being pushed up because of situation, who's being pushed up because of what he did multiple years ago, even though he hasn't played football in two years. People just think he's going to magically come back and be the Calvin Ridley of old. And at uh, 29 years old, I just have some big questions about that, especially after seeing the quick downfall of Michael Thomas in recent years. Yes, the situation was different. Yes, Michael Thomas struggled with injury, but really when you think about it, I, I mean, Christian Kirk is already in that offense producing as a wide receiver one. How much is Ridley going to be able to do? Christian Watson's another guy that we're not very high on from the wide receiver position. He's potentially not even the wide receiver one in his own offense with the drafting of Jaden Reed. I know you kind of questioned that a little bit. I kind of questioned it a little bit. There's definitely a possibility that yeah. Christian Watson outproduces everyone in that offense. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens, but there's just too many questions with Christian Watson. I don't think he can go much higher than this from, from here on out, at least for the foresee future until we see what Jordan Love's going to be. Then you look at the QBs, Goff, Pickett, Cousins, and I would even throw in Lance here, and Gino is starting to be pushed up boards as yeah. well, going at as high as the sixth, mainly the seventh. These are the guys that you're going to want to be uh, targeting. They have quarterback one upside I'd say with the exception of Pickett and they're just being shorted because of their age and their contract situation and the fact that their teams don't make the playoffs every single year so everyone always thinks the NFL is going to want to move on from these guys when in reality not every team can have Patrick Mahomes and a lot of teams have to settle with the mediocre quarterbacks in Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins from a talent perspective and they can actually have success they can it's happened before look at Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers don't don't expect these guys to lead these teams anytime soon. We want it to happen every year, and it doesn't. And you're missing out on value, and you're missing out on fantasy points. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think the last thing you can take away from these rounds, and this is going to be an important strategy point, when you're taking running backs in dynasty startups, don't take the running backs that are old, that are being valued at their ceiling. And this doesn't happen a lot, but when you have guys that have been in the years for, or in the league for multiple years, guys like Ramondre Stevenson, but ultimately guys like Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a guy that there's almost no – there's Pretty much zero chance he goes up in in ADP. Yeah. So why would you... I mean, is he really going to pay off that much? Like, is he really going to score more than what he did last year at 15 points per game, 16 points per game? Probably not. So why would you do that? He's the ultimate sell in Dynasty right now. We're going to stand by it. The 5'10". I mean, look, if you're building your Dynasty team and you're drafting here in the fifth round, why would you want to build your team around Tony Pollard instead of even like a Christian Watson who we're not that high on? George Kittle, who's an elite tight end who people love to fade. Chris Godwin. Why... I mean... Chris Godwin, guys, like a quarterback, Kenny Pickett, Jared Goff, Zay Flowers, a guy with first a first round wide receiver, one of the best investments in Dynasty, and we're taking Tony Pollard here. This is the anti Tony Pollard channel. Honestly, I could not care less. Like, I mean, it is fabulous, but at the same time, we genuinely are like pleading with you. There are such better picks in the fifth round. Michael Pittman's there half the time. Jerry Judy's there half the time. Debo Samuel, Traylon Burks, Najee Harris. If those guys are there, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're taking them all day. So with those guys, don't take them. Take elite producing old running backs that value who their value is
1: already fallen. It's already fallen more than, like, from from an amount perspective, from, like, one year to the next. Their plummet has already occurred. They will continually decrease in value, but it will never be as great as the fall that has already occurred with them, and they're going to keep scoring the same amount of fantasy points. So, why not do that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to move down to the seventh and eighth round here, and look, when you're talking about this, a lot of times, if you're only getting one quarterback up at the top of these drafts, this is where you're getting your second quarterback, and you see a lot of this is going to be red, a lot of red at the top, not a ton of red in the third, fourth, fifth rounds, and then you get down to the seventh and eighth rounds, and it's going to be a lot of red again. People are getting their second quarterbacks. You're talking about second quarterbacks. You're talking about Trey Lance went in this. Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Will Levis, Russell Wilson, Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers. And this is a really good place, honestly, to just completely load up at wide receiver, tight end, and running back in those middle rounds, and then sandwich them with a quarterback on each side. You have an elite quarterback. You can build your dynasty team around for years and years, and then you have a quarterback that's going to produce at a high level, at least for the next few years. Guys like Geno Smith, you know he's got some short-term value, at least. Jared Goff, uh, Russell Wilson's on a big contract. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for a couple more years. so that's kind of what you're doing in these seventh and eighth rounds. Outside of that, you mainly see either getting you know s- some supplemental running backs for wide receivers, uh, guys like Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Amari Cooper. There's target hogs that are being shorted for one reason or another. I mean, you're getting Amari Cooper in the eighth round. Are you kidding me? Uh, Deontay Johnson, he's getting uh, so many targets in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, and, and Trey Lance going at the seven uh, one is just a great example of of a you, you know a piece of advice that we've lived by that. Piece of advice that we've given ourselves, but value is greater than personal opinion, guys. Yes. It is yes. always greater than personal opinion. I cannot stand Trey Lance as a talent. I was not high on him when he was drafted. I was not high at him, high on him into the process of going into last season when he was supposed to be the starter and then he got injured. I don't think he's gonna be a successful quarterback in the NFL long term. And I I when you're looking at where he's going now compared to where he was going previously, being easily a top 12 quarterback in dynasty last season. And now he's fallen to quarterback 20 on keep trade cut or or whatever he is now in the seventh round. They are going to have to start him. San Francisco is going to have to start him at some point, or they're going to have to get a haul when someone trades for him and he will get an opportunity elsewhere. He has barely played, and his draft capital guarantees that he gets opportunities in San Francisco and elsewhere in the future. Look at Sam Darnold. Look at Baker Mayfield. And those guys, those teams that drafted them to begin with didn't have to pay three first round picks to get Trey Lance. So technically, Trey Lance is more valuable than those guys, and he's played less, and he's going to get more opportunity. He is, he will have another spike in value. So take him now while everyone else is low on him, while everyone else's personal opinion is scared of him. And then once their personal opinion is higher than what the value should be, that's when you ship him off.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and coupling this with the ninth and tenth rounds as well as we'll move on to those, one thing you shouldn't be doing here is drafting running backs who are young but haven't proven they can produce yet because if they're going in the eighth round, there are obviously serious red flags for them. We're talking about Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Cam Akers, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, These guys, unless they're rookies like Kendra Miller and Zach Charbonnet, or they're tiny like Devon chain and not going to do anything. They're not guys you should be. I, I don't know why we're taking Cam Akers here. Rashad White, Damian Pierce. I mean, you really think that their value is going to be more insulated than a Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk was a guy who was a wide receiver one last year, and he just went after freaking Cam Akers.
1: What? do Mike Williams. Take Aaron Jones and take James Conner. I'm getting... I'm getting. And, and, and wait and get them later. Aaron Jones and James Conner are going to continue to put up fantasy points for you. Everyone's going to assume they're going to plummet in value Dalvin when Cook. they already have.
0: Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook.
1: Cook.
0: And Dalvin even, Cook is going to keep falling. Even right? honestly, even in the 10th round, take James Cook instead of those guys. I mean, from an opportunity standpoint alone, yeah. although James Cook is mid, yep. he's going to be on a Dude, good Dude, talk
1: about a guy where you look past your personal opinion of him I mean, he's and like look at the value. our least favorite dynasty player yeah. and
0: we'll take him. I mean, I, yeah. took, him. I took him. I took him. Yeah. It's a good value there. Outside of that, though, when you're talking about the ninth, 10th rounds, you're going to talk about wide receivers like Josh Downs, uh, younger wide receivers. But you also have the guys like Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, the old veterans, Mike Williams, uh, that are still I, – I don't understand why Christian Kirk is in this conversation. He should yeah. not be this low. Yep. But,
1: and, and this, again, this, this is a big chunk here because you're starting to get to the ADP is almost irrelevant range from rounds 10 to 12. And I want you to be wary of the guys that uh, move up draft boards for literally no reason. So guys like Elijah Moore who fell for good reason and now they're rising for no good reason. And um, guys like Evan Ingram, who did not get a contract, honestly, I'm a little bit reluctant to take him as well, especially with them just constantly adding receivers. And while I'm not high on Calvin Ridley, that's probably going to hurt Evan Ingram's stock a little bit, or it should, in Dynasty. I want to take the uh, few quarterbacks that are left. I want to take the Mac Jones in the 11th round. That's a great value. I want to take the Jimmy Garoppolo in the 13th round. Even, honestly, at this point, Desmond Ritter, we've been notably low on him, but he will be the starting quarterback for the Falcons this season, and he'll probably go up in value once he starts scoring fantasy points. And by then, I'll just want to ship him off. So that's a decent investment there in the twelfth round. It, those are the guys that I'm looking at for sure. That I'm, you know, I, I'm just more confident in the Roshan Johnson uh, uh, for the Chicago Bears, not Khalil Herbert. You know, um, it, but don't take tight ends here. Wait until no, the twenty. Anything round.
0: I, I'm gonna say that anything after the sixth round when Goddard goes, be done. Be yeah. done. You're not taking Darren Waller start, over Marquise Brown. You're you not start taking Taysom Hill over Brandon Ayuk. You're not. You're not doing it. You can start Taysom Hill. Yeah, I mean, I, it's gonna give you just as good a chance to win. your like it legitimately will. We we yeah. we actually studied it. Yep. Uh, but talking about the 11th and 12th round, still a uh, lot. Again, lots of tight ends shouldn't be taking them. Lots of you know running backs that honestly are decent values here. Uh, you're talking about. Guys like A.J. Dillon, who was overvalued last year, but this year, you know, he produced a little bit last year. Might be worth a shot in these rounds. David Montgomery, who's going to be uh, a viable option to score in Detroit as well. We're not drafting Chico Conquo. Tyler Lockett continues to go in the 11th round. Uh, we think JSN is the wide receiver one that offense. So we think DK is probably going to be the wide receiver too. But still, there's going to be a lot of volume to go around there, lots of plays to be made. And I think Tyler Lockett will slide into that as well. Um, but honestly, it's just, you get down here, it's a whole lot of gross. And the only thing you can do at this point, I think, is to do, I mean, either take A, players that have produced and proven they can produce, like Tyler Lockett, uh, guys like, looking for another one here, uh, Adam Thielen yes thank you yeah. The, yeah. the
1: the proven old guys or, or the rookie the wide receivers yep. this is uh, something yep. that we've definitely found after the 12th round don't worry about the positions that you think you're desperate for or that you think you need at that point you just want as high a chance as possible to have insulated value value that's going to increase over the offseason and there's no better opportunity than the rookie wide receivers who have third fourth fifth round draft capital you can just keep taking them and, and, and those. those. Those guys are going to, at least some of them are going to go up in value. You can ship them off in the offseason, you can package them together, and you can get the assets that you're going to need going into the season.
0: Absolutely. And looking at the last three rounds here, this is when, again, we're still, we're taking the productive guys and we're taking the guys that are either A-prime to d- increase in value big time this season or have a really good chance of that or be their rookies. Uh, so when you're talking about who we're taking here, um, you're looking at guys like Jamal Williams was a guy I took, a guy I think could be really productive this year. So I'm taking a shot on him over. Uh, but you also have guys like Sky Moore, Jalen Wyatt, Alec Pierce. Um, Jalen Hyatt. I know. Even Wyatt Heed went here, too. So- did, oh, did I say Jalen Wyatt? <laughs> yeah. I know his name, I swear. Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> uh, Gabe Davis in the 13th? I mean, I'll take solid, Davis in the 13th. Solid, solid yeah, value. I mean, he, some, he's kind of falling a little bit, a little, little too much. Ah, I wonder if he's falling a little too much. But, um, you know, and, uh, and then outside of that, you know, when we're looking in these rounds, like I said, we're, look, we're going for value, we're going for production. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different routes you could take, but a lot of times you just end up completely wasting your picks in these rounds when you look at them a year later. I, I've seen that on a lot of my personal teams. And really the only way to avoid that is to insulate your value draft rookies, especially rookie wide receivers. They're going to be the best investment. And remember, when we're looking at these drafts, the number one rule is take the value that falls. Value is greater than personal opinion. Always. It always is. So make sure that you are not basing all your drafts on your personal opinion make sure you diversify as well as you do more drafts it's going to give you a higher chance of winning at least one of your leagues as you diversify if you know anything about investing yeah it's it's the more you diversify uh the less risk your portfolio has it's the same thing in dynasty it's the exact same thing so make sure you're doing that if you're doing multiple drafts as well uh but that's going to wrap this on up and you know um like I said, there's a lot of big announcements going on right now. Make sure you subscribe to the Fantasy Domain. Uh, we've got that linked in our in our video description as well. We've got merch, so go check that out in the shop. We've got um, members now. We're gonna, we can grade your Dynasty team, so make sure you join the S Domain S tier today to have your team graded. Make sure you check out Fozzie Football. Uh, use code DOMAIN to get a discount on that. It's a really fun game. You should really check it out. It's a really cool tailgating game. Um, and what am I missing? Am I missing anything? New merch. I said new merch. You did? Yeah. That's it, man. You're good. I'm trying to remember all this this week. So, <laughs> All right. Make sure you like the video. That's what I'm forgetting. Make sure <laughs> nah, you like the video. Make go. sure you subscribe to the channel as well. really helps us out. It's free. As always, thanks for watching. We'll see you later.